Can We Have It All? Real conversations on navigating your 30s and 40s, leaving the 9 to 5 and being a working mum, inspiring you to take that leap to do what you truly want to. I run my own business, Weblog UK, which was grown out of Weblog North and founded the Northern Blog Awards. I guess I could be deemed a mum boss, still deciding whether I like that term or not. And yeah, I left my nine to five about four years ago now on my first maternity leave. The guests that I bring on here will be people who have their own journeys of leaving a more traditional kind of working environment and pursuing their own creative careers. Keep in touch and find my blog and other channels at hollygoeslightly.co.uk. Hi everyone and welcome back to my podcast. I'm sitting here in my office on a slightly dreary day, although the weather is picking up here in Manchester. But what the hell? This is June. Where's our summer? Hope wherever you are that you are enjoying life and uh, enjoying the weather, rain or shine. Um, I hope you've listened to some of the other tracks on my podcast. I've had some really amazing guests on so far and I've got even more lined up for you guys. And I've talked about some important things that we all feel in life, like imposter syndrome. And if you want to leave the nine to five, things like business plans and the kind of practical side. But I also want this podcast to be about navigating life as well. So I'm in my 30s. My blog, Holly Goes Lightly, is all about navigating your 30s. And I think it makes sense to kind of bring that into the podcast as well. Something I've been thinking about a lot this year is comparison and milestones in your life and actually I've recently written a blog post on it in collaboration with Booper and it's really kind of come for me at a good time because it's something that's been playing on my mind certainly for the last six seven months and probably longer if I'm honest with myself. Um, Milestones are a funny thing and they kind of manifest in lots of ways so for me My kind of milestones that I've been thinking about are being in my 30s. So I am 32 and kind of thinking about where I thought I'd be with my life at this stage, uh, particularly with my career. So if you followed my journey at all, then you'll know that I have two children under four years old and I started my business um, during the first maternity leave. And I am now currently just coming out of that kind of fog of my second baby, who's now 13 months old, and trying to kind of re-figure myself and my career and my business and, and where I want to go with everything. And I think there's obviously a natural thing to compare, to compare myself to people around me, to friends, and particularly to people on social media, which is kind of what I want to talk a little bit about today. We all do it, don't we? We sit and scroll through social media, probably Instagram for most of us, looking at snippets of other people's lives and thinking that they've got it all figured out, that everything's perfect, 
that they're smashing it, they're nailing it, they're millionaires, they're beautiful, they've got an amazing relationship, their kids are perfectly behaved, they eat really well, whatever it is, we are seeing tiny, tiny, tiny snippets of people's lives, usually curated, and we're comparing ourselves to that. And it's really fucking with our heads, isn't it? I mean, that's how I feel. There are some days where I can totally deal with it and I can see it for what it is. And then there are some days where I just beat myself up about it. I become really deflated. I compare myself endlessly. I'm down on myself and where I'm at in life. And those days can be really, really destructive. As I said, for me at the moment, a major part of my kind of weakness with comparison comes with my career and when I was growing up and I looked ahead to my 30s which seemed you know a lifetime away I thought I would be you know manager of some company or really high up on the ladder with some big corporation earning loads of money um and you know having a load of people look up to me and that's kind of where I thought I would be because I didn't really know that there were other alternatives. And when I was made redundant on my maternity leave, I freaked out because I had followed that path. I'd I'd kind of progressed through all of my previous jobs. I'd done really well in my career. My salary had increased year on year. And then suddenly I was faced with that not being a reality anymore. And that's when I started my own business, which you can hear all about and previous episodes, so I won't go into that now. And all through that kind of process of starting that business, I was looking at people around me, and for me, all I could see was incredibly successful startups that were totally different to me, inventions, you know, things like that, and people being promoted and moving up the career ladder in their own careers. And I just freaked out that. I wasn't where I was supposed to be in my 30s. But I persevered and I kind of had in my head my why, which is so important when you start a business or, you know, follow your passions, is is that why. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to do this? And my why has always been to spend more time with my family, to be around more for my kids um, and to try and achieve a bit more of that work-life balance. And so I had to keep that in my head while I was growing my business. And I managed to kind of, you know, I've been doing that for a few years now, but my business is largely based on being online. Um, I'm a blogger and a micro-influencer on Instagram. And so a lot of my time is spent online. My business, We Blog North and the Northern Blog Awards is all about championing content creators. So again, there's a lot of community but also comparison based around my career and naturally I'm surrounded by some of the best content creators out there I'm friends with some of the best content creators I'm surrounded by creative people amazing strong incredible people and it's natural that I'm going to compare myself and I think so many of us do it and I give the advice to not do it but I do it myself because there are some days, like I said earlier, where you can hack it and then there are some days where it just gets on top of you. And I won't lie to you, I went through a bit of a blip at the beginning of this year where I had, you know, a seven-month-old baby, a toddler starting preschool, 
or in preschool and my business was you know doing well but was starting to kind of even out a little bit and the growth wasn't really there a big project that I had planned to work on had kind of fallen through for this year and my blog I hadn't dedicated huge amounts of time to it because I didn't have huge amounts of time and I just sort of felt like it was all crumbling away from me but everybody else was just thriving and soaring and you know doing really well or at least that's how it looked on social media so that's what I was believing and it put me in a really really negative headspace and you know I was in a bit of a funk for a while because all I could see was everybody else's successes and I couldn't see any of my own I could only see what I thought were failures or in achievements and that's what I'm here to talk about today is that we spend so much time looking at what we deem to be failures and not patting ourselves on the back for the successes that we are having. Luckily I have a really supportive husband who gets it, he's an entrepreneur, he gets the feelings that I have and he just said to me one day in the kitchen whilst I was in a fit of tears, um, what's your why? And at that point, at that exact moment, I couldn't tell you. And I think that's when I knew that something had to shift and something had shifted and that's okay. And I had to realise that things change, people change, I change, my career changes and that that's okay. And actually what I need to do is embrace that, pivot with it, keep moving and keep developing, keep developing myself and keep developing my business. And that's when I realised, okay, if I don't know what my why is anymore, then I need to find out what that is. And so this year for me has been all about that. This year, 2019, for Holly, is discovery. And it's discovery about myself, it's discovery about what I love to do, it's discovery about my career. And once I'd accepted that and kind of embraced that, suddenly things felt really exciting again. It didn't feel negative. It didn't feel like everything was failing. It felt like there was a whole path of possibility ahead of me. And I think just having that slight shift in my mindset has really, really changed the way I feel about the second part of this year and where I'm moving with my career. The other thing that really helped was meeting up with a bunch of amazing, inspiring content creators who are in the same industry as me, who I've become friends with and spending some time with them. We went on a retreat to Devon. Again, I've talked about this on my Instagram and there's a little video if you're interested, but it was the best thing for me because there was so much value in being surrounded by like-minded people people in the same boat and people that I deemed as super successful and that I was comparing myself to weeks before and realising that they are only human, that yes, they may be successful, but there's also really tough times for them, that they are also juggling, that they also don't quite know what the next step is and that, to be honest, most of us are just winging it and flowing and just going with it. And I think... That realisation helped me hugely because people that I had put on a pedestal were feeling the same feelings as me and this kind of 
draws me to a quote that I heard a little while ago and it's really stuck with me and it's don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle and I think I do that almost constantly and I bet loads of you guys out there do as well is that I'm still at the beginning of my journey you know I am still working out what my career is what my business is going to be and how it's going to progress most businesses don't soar within the first couple of years. Most people don't make millions in the first couple of years. And I think what most of us do is follow the people that inspire us and they inspire us because they are further along their journey. They inspire us because they've had a successful business for a while or because they're an amazing influencer or whatever it might be. We follow people on social media generally because we're inspired by them. So generally, that probably means, if you think about it, that they're further along their journey. So how can we compare ourselves to people that are further along their journey? And this is why one of my key pieces of advice with this, if you're feeling these feelings too, is to surround yourself with people who are at the same point of their journey as you. Yes, be inspired by those that are further along, but you need to have your tribe of people around you that are in the same place, that are on the same page, on the same wavelength, and having the same struggles as you. Because when you do that, you suddenly don't feel isolated. You realise that there are other people out there that can relate to you. And having people that relate to you makes the world of difference to your mental health. So... What other ways can we recognise when we're in a bit of a head funk and get ourselves out of it? And I think this kind of relates to lots of areas, but I'm particularly focusing on social media comparison today because I think it's very relevant at the moment. It's something that most of us have experienced at some point in our lives. So I wanted to put together a few tips that have helped me that may help you too. And I am not a trained psychologist. Um, I am just somebody who has experienced some things in her life and I've also experienced some things that have helped me. So if you are in a similar position or felt negatively about social media, then have a listen to some of these tips because they might well help you too. So firstly, know your triggers. So what I mean by that is know what it is that makes you feel a bit shit. (laughs) So when you're scrolling through social media, what is it that triggers that negative mindset? Is it somebody celebrating their success? Is it somebody that's gone, yeah, I've just got a promotion or my business is is soaring into profit or I've just lost three stone in weight? Whatever it might be, what makes you feel a bit shit recognize that and avoid it. I think we all feel guilty about avoiding and unfollowing and muting on social media, but why should we? It's our space, it's our little world when we are scrolling through. And take the power back, regain that control. It's up to us who we follow, who we who we look at, who inspires us, who we want to engage with. And it doesn't offend people. You might think it will, but it won't. And if it does, it will offend them for about 30 seconds and then they'll move on and forget. So honestly, know your triggers and avoid them because 
if you just leave those triggers there, then you're going to constantly trip yourself up, which is not a good place to be. And this leads me on to another point, which is mute, unfollow, have a social media overhaul. Because the people who that might have inspired you a month ago, six months ago, a year ago, may not be the people who inspire you now. And it's okay for that to change. So, you know, have a little look through who you're following. Have a little look through um, some other people that you might like to follow. Refresh that social media feed because looking at the same stuff again and again and again, it's like it's reinforcing that feeling in your head. So, and if that feeling is negative, then it's just going to reinforce that. If that feeling's positive and inspired, then great, keep those people there. But if it's not, then it doesn't hurt to unfollow. It doesn't hurt to mute. Um, And you can always come back to it at a later date. So if somebody or something is making you feel a bit crap on social, then bin them. My next tip, which I think we all know, but loads of us find it really hard to implement, myself included, is a digital detox or a total break from social media. Lots of people have different ways of doing this. For me, it's my digital detox kind of also remains digital, if that makes sense. It doesn't make sense, so I'll explain. So for me, I actually love creating content and I love photographing and documenting things. So that's what Instagram as a platform has always been about for me. But it's really hard to not get sucked into the influencer side of it in my career, to the sharing everything, to the, um, you know, the depths of a caption meaning something to all your followers. And so that becomes, that side of it becomes really exhausting because you're no longer just sharing a photo that you really like. You are thinking about how it's going to impact the followers that you have. So when I digitally detox, it will be a weekend away with my family where actually I'll still get to enjoy taking photos and maybe posting, but I won't be thinking about Instagram strategy, hashtags, sharing, geotagging, you know, using all the right terms to be found. Instead, I will be just in the moment enjoying it and sharing it for what it is, which is a really happy moment in my life. Now, for some people, that won't be enough. And a digital detox needs to go a step further, whereby you actually just go to ground, turn your phone off, silence your notifications. Even some people I know have deleted the app from their phone temporarily so that they cannot use social media. And I think that's a really brave and very important thing to do if you're in a negative headspace with it. I think knowing that you can turn it all off and come back to it in a day or two days or a week and it's all still there and you're still there and your friendships are still there is really reinforcing because I think a lot of us worry that if we take a step back even for a day that everything's going to combust or we're going to lose all our followers or you know our business won't succeed anymore because we're not engaging and actually I think you'll be surprised to find that the benefits of you resting and refreshing will be greater than maybe the handful of people that are disengaged because you've gone on a break. 
because we all know what it feels like to be exhausted and we all know and we can tell when other people are exhausted and I think that vibrancy that comes from having a true break um having some me time you know concentrating on doing something for your own mental and physical well-being you're going to come back a better and brighter person and that's going to reflect online and I think that's why it's so important for all of us to take some time away from social media and disengage because we need to clear our heads we need to engage in something different and we need to spark that kind of joy in what we're doing and leading on from that my next tip is to really enjoy some face-to-face time. So in actual real life, in person, and I think we create such amazing communities and friendships online, and that is fantastic. But we also have to value the ones that are face-to-face in person as well. And I think it's really important to take time to maintain those friendships, to go out, to be social, to have a glass of wine with a friend in front of the telly, whatever it might be, because those are the things that make us feel better and those are the things that make us feel grounded. And actually, I have so many friends who are barely on social media, their career doesn't involve it, their business doesn't involve it, and actually they're the best people to spend some time with sometimes because you don't have to talk about it and it just disappears for a little while. And I think surround yourself with people that make you happy in real life as well as online. And obviously it will have a positive impact on your mental mindset. So next, I think that something that's really important in life as well as online but in any area of life is to give out what you expect to receive and I think this comes down to one of my favorite kind of phrases which is don't be a dick just don't be a dick because if you're a dick people will be a dick to you back how many times have I said dick sorry um but you know and it comes back to karma good old karma you know Give out what you expect to receive. Be nice to people, you'll get niceness back. Be positive and suddenly you'll realise that people around you are positive too. And I'm a real believer in this because I think we've all been in places where we're down and disheartened or maybe even a bit depressed. And if we are emanating that, you'll often find that you get a lot of that feeling back or you see that in lots of other people or lots of other things around you. So for me... It really resonates with my kind of social media life as well. And when I'm positive and, you know, excited and inspired on social media, I get so much of that back from other people and I can see it so much clearer in other people. And when I have moments where I'm a bit bummed out and I'm feeling a bit down, then it kind of obviously attracts that feeling too because people are relating to it, which can be a really reassuring thing, but it can also become a bit of a spiral because then you're just negging each other out and that's not a great place to be. My penultimate tip for today is to really enjoy being you 
And this is going to sound a little bit cheesy, but enjoy being your authentic self. So really get to know who you are and what makes you tick and what you enjoy and what you love about yourself and what you're proud of yourself for. Enjoy that and embrace that and share that on social media and, you know, stop being so down on yourself because like I said at the beginning of this podcast, we focus so much on the stuff we haven't done, the things that we view as failures, the places that we've not got to yet. And actually, we never pat ourselves on the back for the stuff that's happened that's good, for the stuff we have achieved, for the places we have been. And I think if we start to really appreciate ourselves a little bit more and champion ourselves, be our own supporter, then you'll feel the difference in yourself and in how you view others and your experience on social media. So for me, over this last couple of years, I've really discovered a lot more about myself as a person, about who I am as a wife, as a mother and as a friend. And I really like that person and I can't please everybody all of the time and that's okay. But I'm happy that my values are in the right place and that I my loyalties are where they should be and that my aspirations are where they are. And I'm really happy with that. So I'm enjoying being my authentic self and not feeling like I have to lie or pretend to be someone I'm not. And I think once you reach that place, it's a really liberating, freeing experience because there's nothing worse than trying to be something you're not because you can't maintain it. It's not sustainable. It's draining. And ultimately it makes you feel like crap. So the only way to tackle that is to, in a cheesy phrase, love yourself and be happy with who you are as a person. And my final, final tip is if you are genuinely struggling and you're in a bit of a head funk and you're not feeling very good about where you're at at the moment or you're comparing yourself and it's making you feel down, then talk to somebody, reach out, whether that's a friend or a colleague or someone within your industry or community that you trust, or whether you need to go that little step further and talk to somebody in the healthcare profession. There's nothing to be ashamed of with that. So many of us do. I have. I think it's important to reach out when things are getting on top of you, whatever that might be. And that's what our amazing NHS is there for. So speak to your GP. But also there are so many services out there that you can reach out to if you're in a difficult place. And as I mentioned earlier, I have written a blog post in collaboration with Bupa Health Centres. And I didn't realise that you can use Bupa Health Centres even without private insurance. So that's another thing to kind of think about. If you need to talk to somebody, then please do. Do not suffer in silence because that just amplifies everything by about a million times. Um, And just know that you're not the only one out there that's felt like this or that is feeling like this. Um, So yeah, let's all support each other in a more positive and healthy mindset and a more positive and healthy use of social media. And let's not fall into those traps of comparison, whether that's like me in my career or whether that's in relationships or travel or your body image, because 
we all just need to be happy with where we're at now, with the things we have achieved and the things we have got to in life and know that if we are in a positive, happy place, that only good things can happen. So that's my little two penneth for this week. And I hope that it's helped some of you out there. And I hope that some of you can relate to this. Um, I'm constantly checking in with myself on this. Believe me, this is not a um, exercise that I've done and won't return to. I'm constantly reevaluating where I'm at with my life and social media and how I feel about everything. So all the tips that I've talked about today, I go through on a regular basis. And I think it's important that it almost becomes part of our routine because we're really good at looking after our physical self these days, but not so good at looking after our mental self. So I think um, that that's what we kind of need to do for for the future generations as well. And if you'd like to read that blog post I've talked about, um, head over to hollygoeslightly.co.uk. It's still up there as one of my latest ones. I'd love to um, know what you think about it. And if you want to send me a comment or um, a thought or something that you'd like me to address in my next podcast, then you can DM me on Instagram. My handle is at underscore hollygoeslightly. Or you can tweet me at Holly Nickel, which is N-I-C-O-L, or ping me an email at holly at weblogukcom And if you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd really, really appreciate it if you could give me a five-star rating and a quick few word review because it's the only way that I can get discovered by other amazing people like you. And I'd really, really appreciate it because I'd love for this podcast to grow and help other women and mothers out there. Have a fantastic, well, happy, healthy week. See you later, guys.